Welcome to a new episode of Radio Isotopes. In today's episode, we will be discussing the use of radioisotopes in nuclear medicine. Radioisotopes being used in nuclear medicine is becoming more prevalent in modern day medicine, with radiation being used to treat cancer and imaging techniques using radioisotopes to help detect diseases. So how does it work? A radioactive dose is given to the patient and then the radioactivity in the organ creates a two-dimensional picture or three-dimensional if it's tomography. And tomography is basically just a way to take pictures inside the body. So it's an x-ray, but of the organs, and from the inside rather than the out. It's pretty cool. So the diagnostic techniques involve using radioactive traces, which the radioactive traces are usually isotopes with very short half-lives that are linked to chemical compounds, and they can perform specific duties that can help detect the cancerous cells. So these traces can be given by injection, inhalation, or orally. And the technique uses single photons, and a photon is a particle that represents a quantum of light or other electromagnetic radiation. So they use the single photons found by a gamma camera that can view the organs from the places where the radiation is. So remember the gamma part of this because later on it will be important. So basically just remember that the image of the organs is created by the gamma camera. So the diagnostic technique that I'm going to be focusing on today is a fairly new development, the PET scan. So PET scans for positron emission tomography, and it involves using isotopes produced in a cyclotron, which is a machine that produces proton beams to help develop the isotopes. Pretty simple. A positron emitting radionuclide, which is just another name for radioisotope, is introduced, usually by injection, and then it all accumulates in the targeted tissue. So as the isotope decays, it emits a a positron which reacts with nearby electrons to result in the simultaneous emission of two gamma rays in opposite directions that can be identified easily with a PET camera. So just like the original one I described earlier, it's, it's the gamma camera, but it gives very precise direction of the origin of the rays. It's a lot more precise than the original camera. So F18, or fluorine 18, is used as the tracer in this type of diagnostic technique. The isotope has a 109 minute half-life, which is just under 2 hours, meaning it can leave the body fairly quickly, or before the body has been exposed to too much radiation, as we all know that can be very dangerous. The type of radiation that fluorine 18 uses is a positive beta decay, which is because the positron leaves the nucleus in the PET scan. See? It all makes sense now. But let me go over it one more time. So the radioactive tracer is injected into the body. In the PET scan case, it's fluorinating. It's injected into the body and the radiation sits at the targeted tissue. As the positron leaves the nucleus from fluorinating, it reacts with the nearby electrons. And this creates the simultaneous emission of the gamma rays and the gamma ray form the 3D image of the body. So the radiation inside the body gives us an image of the organs and the bones during the PET scan. 
Fluorine 18 has a short half-life, meaning it can leave the body very quickly and it won't do much damage to the patient. And there you go. That's how it works. You now know how PET scan works. Congratulations. An advantage of nuclear diagnosis is that you can get an image of the bones and the organs, whereas x-rays, which is obviously external picturing, can only get the bones. And that's, some, that's one of the reasons that people are choosing to use it more, as you get such a specific and targeted picture of the organs. However, there are ethical issues. So an, eth- an issue that's been brought about with this new technology and the use of radioactivity is that it's a fairly undiscovered field and therefore mostly new to doctors. It has been argued that the nuclear medicine should be its own specialty. And while yes, there are radiology and oncology and they both already exist, but they're not specific enough. The argument is that these practices should not be continued on patients and real human lives until there are doctors who know enough about the specialty medicinal diagnostics and treatment. However, the counter-argument is that these PET and CT scans are saving people's lives and helping speed up the diagnosis and get to treatment faster. So this is the issue that we're facing today because it's really hard to decide, hey, Do this person need to know more about it, or should we give them the radiation treatment and possibly save them from death? There are so many other ethical issues with the use of radioisotope technology, but for now, let's just leave it there. I've been your host, Chloe Bissell, and thank you for listening to Radioisotopes.